0: I've never had that problem. <laughs> I've always had the chubby jaw. <laughs> the chubby jaw, is- like look like I'm hoarding, like like a, like I'm a chipmunk.
1: Mm.
0: It's all all cheeks and and weak <laughs> chin.
1: <laughs> oh, but everybody wants to come up and go little. little right. Nobody,
0: yeah. <laughs> and poke yeah. me in the belly.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they, my kids love to do that to me. Yeah. Daddy, you're so fat. Oh yeah. Shut up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, ex- fat extra cushion <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well this podcast is proudly sponsored by surf prep sanding their family owned and operated company specializing in sanders abrasives and dust extractors I've been using Surf Prep now for years and have come to know the amazing people behind their brand. I love their 6-inch random orbital sander and the 3x4 sander the best, and they have helped me level up my sanding to get a great finish for my projects. Use code Lounge all one word, at surfprepsanding.com for 10% off your order. And when you use that code, Lounge all one word, for 10% off, it helps me stock the mini fridge in the lounge. <laughs> if you want to join good. the MAKER... There you go. If you want to join the Maker Lounge podcast community, head over to patreon.com slash Maker Lounge podcast and get these episodes early. Hey guys, welcome to the lounge. I'm Matt with Waltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast where all of my guests are paid handsomely in compliments to get them on the show. <laughs> I didn't get my compliments yet. I'm, I'm still oh, waiting. We'll work on that. Okay. Okay. The- waiting This Navy vet is now a full-time vision care teacher and a (laughs) part-time slash full-time woodworker. He's a jig master, and I'm not just talking about his dancing skills. Although those are good, too. (laughs) From book stands and signs to cabinets and tables, this guy has about as many projects under his belt as he does Instagram followers. Logan Newman with Newman Specials Woodwork is here. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I don't know about that many uh, followers, but... uh, Well... But but at least one hundred twenty nine thousand projects.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. I, you know, if you're counting back to when I started uh, as a small child building blocks, can we yeah. count
0: those? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's you've got to put in the time, right?
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's where I started. You know, I, I remember back to that first tower of of blocks that <laughs> fell on my head, and from then on, people always said I was special.
0: <laughs> so that's where the Newman specials come from. Yeah, uh, no, that's
1: actually a, a completely different story. Uh, oh. <laughs> all, right, all right, so ready for this? Um, I, I will tell you this, because this always makes me laugh. Um, yeah. I've told it a couple of times on my page. So I had a desk. Um, when I got out of co- so he, my story is convoluted. I was in the Navy out of high school. I left the Navy and went to college. From college, I went back home to live with my parents and go back to college, So that's where I got my teaching certification. So here I am, 26 years old, moving into my parents' house. Mm. So I had to do some stuff to sort of update my bedroom so that I could, you know, have my own space. And I made a desk that actually I was like a laminated metal leg crappy desk. And then I made a printer stand and off to the side, I made like this other portion of it that went over uh, a tote so that I could get all this space. And when Mm -hmm. I moved up to, to where I live now, Rochester, um, and I moved in with my roommate who is now, uh, my wife, um, I had this desk and I brought it up with me. And when we moved into our first house, I had a friend come over and, and I, he looked at my Franken desk and he goes, what the hell is that? Is (laughs) that a Newman special? (laughs) So it was just, it was very funny. And then we went into the new house and it had, uh, Two by fours for handrails going down to the basement. There's more Newman specials. What the hell is this? (laughs) So when I started building stuff and people started buying it, I was like, oh, I got to come up with a name for tax purposes. I don't know. I didn't want to call it like Logan Newman. And, you know, I don't know. I I did not have the confidence in my ability to name it Mm -hmm. sort of as much after me. So I was like, I'll just call it Newman specials. Because I started out building crap, and now people are buying stuff, right? And and then it just got too late to change it.
0: <laughs> Has anybody ordered the Franken desk?
1: <laughs> uh, no. Thankfully, that I don't, I've been looking for pictures of that. Like I really yeah. want I had I had those bookshelves uh, that you know you do the cinder blocks and then some pine boards. Those oh, right. were my bookshelves when I, from the time I was in the navy. Oh, God, through college. I, I had those forever. Yeah. And uh, when I moved up with my, my roommate, who, like I said, my wife, um, I had those up there too. And that was probably the second worst thing. And and that's the only thing I've found a picture of from that time.
0: Oh, wow. So when she moved in, would, did she say like, eh, I think we need to update the, or was that after marriage? And she said, eh, I think it's time to upgrade the the bachelor pad here.
1: No, but she did mention when we moved that we should just
0: leave the desk where it was. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's heavy, right? You know, that was probably, it's heavy. We should probably just leave it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she really pushed to, to leave a lot of that stuff. Listen, you know, and I started off with a little Black and Decker, uh, one of those little kits. I had the handheld cordless saw that I think, you know, I had to turn it two by four over to be Mm. able to cut it in half. (laughs) Um, it was just, you know, a bunch of crap. So she didn't really complain because I, I was building stuff that we didn't have to pay for.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's smart. I mean, my yeah. wife, we, we, we'd walk around and, well, yeah. she complimented my house mm-hmm. when she, when we first met. She came over because I I vacuumed in a pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I did I did all that. I mean, my house looked,
1: I, looked I've great. Heard you talk about, I've heard you yeah. talk about you were a little, uh, you like to yeah. keep your house very neat.
0: Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. now it's the complete opposite. It's I'm I'm a train wreck because I'm going from thing to thing now. So I'll come in, I've got my, my corner, my stack of boxes. I've got my shipping department. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's on top of the uh,
1: cooler in the basement.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's my shipping department. Yeah. How's the shop? You keep, you able to keep your shop pretty clean?
1: Uh, listen, I got to tell you, I really appreciate the podcast, um, uh, for more reasons and just being able to sit, sit, here and talk to you. Like, this is very exciting. The other thing was I, I said to my wife, um, yeah, I got to go clean the shop. I'm, I'm going to be on a <laughs> podcast. He puts it up on YouTube. I cannot, I cannot have yeah. the, the, the mess that's in there right now. It's a nice um, backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's clean. <laughs> um I mean
0: don't the, turn the camera around ago, right
1: <laughs> yeah. well yeah rep on the other side of me is all the wood storage yeah. um and this is part of where I build stuff so uh the wood storage is is a bit of a mess because I just all the scraps keep building up and then I got pieces of stuff I'm like well I don't want to get rid of that because I really like that piece and yeah. I mean they're like so at one point I made my wife um uh A rise, you know, what do you call those? A sit-stand desk. Um, Okay. And I was able to make it from two scraps of a table build that I had. So Mm. I gave her a 20-inch wide, you know, 40, I think, 40, no 50-inch long desk from scraps. Right. Wow. So it's, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I I got to keep them and use them.
0: Right. But they
1: do tend to build up over here. And so that's on that side. (laughs)
0: How'd you, you the, uh, how'd you do the, uh, how'd you do the the mechanism to, did you buy like the mechanism or did you make the mechanism for that? Uh,
1: so it was interesting because it was during COVID. Um, my wife's job was now at home and she was working at a uh, table and she's got a really bad back. Um, hmm. so sitting for long periods of time is just no for her. Um. So at the same point, uh, Flexi, the Flexi spot, Flexi, you know what I'm, I, I think that's me so. that reached yeah. out to me and they said, Hey, would you like to do a desk build? Uh, we'd like to, you know, we, would you like the, the mechanism? I said, absolutely. Perfect right. timing. Thank you.
0: That's great. So, I, love yeah, it when it was, plan, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, <laughs> the, the other Hannibal. His,
1: what, yeah. What was his... God, now I can't think of it. It,
0: it was it was just Hannibal, right?
1: <laughs> oh God, that yeah, I love that show.
0: Yeah, I grew up watching the original one. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah, we're probably about the same age, I think. Nah, uh, I just turned fifty. Okay, I'm slightly younger. Forty three. Yeah, <laughs> slightly. So maybe I mean, it's, it... maybe there was it was the original to me, but maybe it wasn't the original. <laughs>
1: I mean uh, I was a little right. kid. Yeah. I you remember remember what it was like back then you were like Thursday nights. The, yeah. Y'all gather around the TV comes on and eat like oh yeah we're all sitting around
0: watching TV. <laughs> yeah. Well and then coming home from school watching Price is Right or or calling in or not calling in sick but but faking sick mm-hmm. because you wanted to watch mm-hmm. Prices Right Price is and uh, so everything we, during the my day. My best
1: friend my best friend had uh cable. We mm-hmm. had the uh we had the mechanism where you turn the knob and then you could hear the antenna on the oh, roof yeah. turn, yeah. right? So <laughs> so every day, day not every day, but as much as we could after school, we went to his house to watch uh, two shows. Batman and Robin reruns. Yeah. Or the Dukes of Hazzard.
0: Yep. That's great. Just <laughs> a
1: good old boys.
0: Right? Can never Rosco- forget that. Is that Roscoe Pico? <laughs> Cold tree <laughs> oh my god yes taking me back love. boss haas yeah boss hog right yes it, yes boss, hog, boss yeah.
1: haas is the uh is the chainsaw right
0: yeah i think it's a so.
1: big chainsaw you know what uh, i'm talking about the there's a no man well i'm not gonna H- look it
0: H-A-U-S? up <laughs> yeah don't look it no. up it'll it'll cancel the podcast. <laughs> I, I was recording last week. Well, actually, I was recording Friday, and today it's Sunday, so I'm recording back to back episodes, really. But with uh, with Ty from Shock the Fox, and he, I clicked over from one side to the other, and all of a sudden, everything just blacked out on me. my My whole browser went down right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Oof.
1: That's why you told me to open a new uh, Chrome,
0: huh? Yeah, exactly. It it gets a little finicky. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's cool though. I mean, this, this is a neat setup. And then, uh, so I, I've been on two podcasts. One, uh, uh, was the military makers. I don't think they're doing it anymore cause I haven't seen mm. anything from them. Great guys. It was a lot of fun. The second podcast was actually an education one and they sent me all the questions beforehand. Mm. Uh, and then the, I answer. I had to give them the written question, my, my basic answers. They approved it. And then basically I just acted like I was talking into a voice memo and sent it to them. And then they edited the podcast.
0: Really? That's strange. Yes. Yeah, so it was it was very no. different. Yeah. I, I used to be very structured in the podcast. Like I used to have a list of questions of things that I wanted to cover. And then I found out like, yeah, you can't record for two hours because I would want to hit all the questions. Very type A. Want to hit every single question so now um i just yeah. do it kind of loose yeah. actually tiff yeah. Marshawn, i yeah. was on her podcast um make her right. conversations yeah. okay and she's just yeah. like no yeah. script yeah. whatsoever she just turned it's the turn the camera on and it. we just started talking and i was well, like cool. so you don't have any like i mean she does a little <laughs> bit of prep and <laughs> stuff like that but she's just like yeah wherever the conversation goes so after that episode i was like i'm gonna try that so i tried that and I mean, I have some generic questions of things, you know, that I want to talk about, but, um, you know, I found it, it saves me a ton more time and it's more authentic to just be, to have a good conversation. Yeah. You know, cause I can list out all my questions and then you can respond to them and then.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's the maker's lounge, right? We're sitting in a lounge. That's right.
0: You got your cocktail. Different parts. Yeah. I have water because I've found that I'm not a very good host if I have too much of a cocktail.
1: That's <laughs> so what I'm saying. To you yeah, yeah. I really think the lizard people live under Denver. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You with me? You feel me? <laughs> you start busting out cigarettes. You're like, I haven't even smoked in 20 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I would not get to the read out the Patreon uh, members at the end of the episode. <laughs>
1: who but, names your kid this uh, what my yeah. name is this maybe that's a part we should edit out
0: <laughs> oh we're keeping that in <laughs> Wait, you, no names were, were given in this <laughs> that's right that's right uh well now now when i read it out at the end of the episode i'm gonna i'm gonna be chuckling
1: <laughs> well, who named uh, your kid brent Jarvis? brent <laughs> cut works what are you doing <laughs> it's my uh, guy right there i love him yeah
0: he's awesome i talk about him a lot uh yeah he's 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 the kind of guy that would give the shirt off <laughs> his this. back i mean he's just a genuine person
1: yes and I, interesting I, as heck i i really um i was hoping this year so we had we had talked last year i went to uh maker camp mm. i don't know if you know about that the jimmy duresta yeah camp yeah so i went This past year, my daughter and I drove there on Sunday. We couldn't go on Saturday. So we drove. um, And it was really, it was actually a really great time with her. I I had a lot of fun. But Brent was there and we talked. And I had already been talking to him beforehand. And he had said he was going to be there this year. And he's like, I I said, Hey, let me set up with you. Let me work it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he decided he wasn't going to do it this year, which is very disappointing to me because I was really looking forward to. Yeah. I, I, I prefer to have a reason for doing things. I don't like—I don't like to just go somewhere just to go and stand around, right? Because um, then I tend to—I don't want to say I'm flighty, mm-hmm. but I get bored with <laughs> watch. I'm like, all right, this is taking too long. They're not—they're not moving along fast enough. I'm going to go over there, right? And then I go over there, and by the time I come back to watch whatever, everything's gone, and I'm like, son of a god (laughs) i should have left so it's always better for me when i actually have a specific thing to do because then i can i can
0: do that very well that probably goes back to your navy days right like having to have a a task to to do
1: i yes and no um i don't know what it goes back to i i so my parents growing up they were in a community theater and from the time I was little, I was involved in doing stuff, you know, for the stage and doing stuff uh, until I got into my early teens and then uh, sports, all sorts of stuff. So we just didn't have time for that. Um, and then, um, I don't know, so, you know, and, and interesting, um, I I was just, it's not, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say it without saying that's okay. I'm I just like impressed so- you're a thespian. <laughs> yes. That's what she <laughs> said. Um, um. I I don't, uh, sometimes I'm uncomfortable talking about myself. I don't like to, I, I, I feel like I come, sometimes I'm coming across, Uh. and this is only since I've gotten older. When I was younger, I never, it never occurred to me. I feel like I'm coming across as bragging or, or being, look at how good I am, but that's not yeah. it. Um, and so it makes it difficult. Um, and I, I did an article lately recently for canvas rebel. it's I don't honestly, I don't even know what it is it's <laughs> it's an it's an online thing. they talk to artists and people and mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you talking to me? I'm not an artist. like well, we're you know, we're talking to people and blah blah. I was like, all right. so they asked me questions. we did a little article. and one of the things I talked about was was this realization that I had and, and honestly at fifty years old, I just sort of came to this realization first I used to think that I was an idea man I was like oh yeah tell me your problem I'll solve it for you and right and as as I got married I realized I'm not an idea man I'm the person spouting things and my wife says I don't want to hear that that's not what I need <laughs> uh, so so I'm not so much an idea man as 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 I like to I make things that's that's honestly like yeah and I'm sure you've been there like oh yeah yeah Right. Well, you wake up in the morning, you know, like an hour before you're supposed to get up and you're like, okay, so that's how I'm going to make this. That's what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think like, you know, your question of, is that when it started? No, I, I like to make things. I I feel the need to make things and make sometimes make them right. So
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. So, how do so, I know?
0: so when do you go to these, like, uh, if do you do like workbench con or do you like the different a-F-P-M. I have not.
1: No, I have not First gone to a- anything. I'm gonna. Yeah. I wanted to go to Workbench this past year, um, but it was, it was definitely too late. A lot of money. I'm gonna go this coming year. I, you know, I've never gone to any of this stuff. I I really yeah. wanted to, but there's there's nothing nothing real by close by, and my kids. You know, my between my wife and I working, and for a long time she worked weekend contracts, so yeah. she only worked weekends, which meant. I was, you know, I was dad on the weekends and I mean, I was dad all the time because they called me that all the time, but, (laughs) but I had to be extra dad. Yeah. Um, so, so we couldn't do stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to workbench this coming year. Um, and, and I don't, this would be really cool. I might be able to go to the, uh, what is it, American Woodworker, whatever is going on? What is it a- called? W- right now? Okay. So so I'm allowed to talk about this now because this podcast won't come out uh until after this coming Tuesday when yeah. there's a there's a company that is launching called We C and See that. Uh Ethan Abrams and uh Abramson and uh uh Jared dosty and cool. they're doing this this business where they're taking people's ideas and it's gonna be it's my idea. Yeah. They're going to make it, have it stocked, and sell it. So they, they did all the CAD programming. They're doing that. And their idea is, and I think this is a brilliant idea because I, I, I know that you've thought of this as well. They're just, hey, you know what? Someone says, I have this idea. I think this would sell. Right. So you contact them. They basically run through it, figure out how to make it, and make it and and try to sell it. So um, right now they've got a couple makers on. There's me. um, uh Ramon Valdez, uh Jess Crows on there, um Izzy, uh, you know, first name, Beyonce yeah. Izzy. Uh, right. same type thing. <laughs> um and, and there's a couple other big names. Uh oh, uh Dave, uh three D D-O-I? Uh,
0: Yeah,
1: I can never remember how the yeah. how many D's there are. Right. Um
0: <laughs> The uh, Big D. He, That's all you have to remember.
1: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so So, uh, you know, there's a couple people who who they're going to be making stuff and they're going to sell it through their website. So uh, for me, like one of the things is um, actually it's up there, I think behind me. Yeah, you can't see it. My my little trim uh, router sled that you put on the tabletop that I made for trimming up epoxy boards or end grain boards and trying to send them through a planer. So they're going to make that. And that's one of my first products that they're putting out. They're going to make it. They're going to sell a um, universal base plate for trim Mm. routers. So you will be able to put your trim router on uh, to this base plate. And so I don't have to make it. I don't have to. Right. I don't have to buy the materials. I don't have to sell it. I don't have to ship it. They're doing everything. And I'm like, I'm very, I'm super excited about it. So they are going live with the whole thing this week. Uh, and, And actually Ethan is there. He's going to be the one doing it right uh, and so it's just really like
0: that's this awesome. is one of
1: those things yeah this is one of those things you go uh this is uh, that'll never happen right and then you know you get a phone call and you go, oh my gosh <laughs> it's, happening. Head, <laughs> it's happening
0: it's <laughs> happening
1: ever since i dropped those blocks on my head this is what i've dreamed of
0: <laughs> the cinder block uh bookshelf
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i fell yeah. on my toe I needed my uh, boots then. Right. <laughs> so Safety. it's just, Safety you know, it's, it's
1: really, yeah, exactly. It's just really exciting to, to, uh, you know, but I, I have to be realistic. Okay. Right. I want these to sell. Are is they it going be to 10 or is it going to be
0: 10,000? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know it's a good idea and I know a lot of people who have said I would, you know, do you have plans for that? I don't, I don't have plans for anything. Cause that takes so much. Yeah. I don't know how you do the YouTubes. Like, I just...
0: Oh, me either. I, <laughs> yeah, me either. It, it, it's, it's hit or miss. It hit or miss. You it, you and I have talked about, about that kind of yeah. uh, offline a lot. Just, yeah. you know, something hits, something doesn't hit, and there's no rhyme or reason why it hits or doesn't hit. It is a ton of time. And the, the commitment to
1: not only shoot the video, but edit it. And, you know, I, I did a video that took what i think it was 11 minutes long mm-hmm. and it took me at least that many hours
0: yeah. yeah yeah For i feel like for a 15 minute video i'm putting in like 40 hours worth of editing and that's stupid because right. then when you watch which you watch other people and it's like one shot and it's just them talking And maybe showing some things, right? Like here's five tools that you need in the shop. And they, they're just like talking about, Oh, you need these drills. You need this, you need that. And that, that video, I mean, they may have, you know, 10,000 subs or something like that, but that video got like 200, 300, 400,000 views in like weeks. And it's like, I've always been told, Oh, you got to do some B-roll. You know, you got to show instead of tell, and it just doesn't, it doesn't well, pan out for me.
1: <laughs> here's my fr- here's my frustration. Right now on YouTube, I have 16.3 thousand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not monetized because all I have that have mm. gotten the, the views and the subs are shorts. Like any of right. my longer videos, I have one longer video that had 11,000. Um, any of my other mm-hmm. ones, like, and, and one that I, and this is what really bugged me and, and blows me away. The, the joint that I made, everybody knows what I'm talking about. I, I added that one joint that had like 25 million views. Right.
0: You're like, name I'm this like, joint?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, everybody loves this. Yeah. I'm getting all sorts of people coming up. I got to make a video of this, how I made it. So I made the video. I did everything, right? Showed them. People were like, oh, you should do it in contrasting woods. Perfect. I'll do maple and walnut because I always love that combination. Uh, by the way, it's still sitting right. over there. And, and, you know, after I made it for this video. <laughs> The video got like 1,100 views, 1,400, I'm like that, What? Yeah. what's the point?
0: Right. It's just. Yeah, I just did I the video know. for X tool and I was, I told yeah. my wife, I was yeah. like, I'm putting so much work into this and it's probably going to get, you know, 1,500 views. And oh, you got that actually up to what, took 47? off. Yeah.
1: 47, I think it's like,
0: it's like 50, 55 or something like that now. Nice. This is so a great just, video. like The, I, the I ones you it. don't think are gonna do well. <laughs> here's my here's my problem with
1: it. And and I hate you for yeah. this. I went to Hobby Lobby, the devil's store. I went there because <laughs> as a Jewish man, I yeah. you No, know, but I did. I went into Hobby Lobby. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. And I went and I bought a bunch of stuff and uh, I got a couple yeah. of things from there. And I'm like, this is this is perfect. You know, a couple of these, uh, now I just gotta figure out what to do with them but they're little like mini right. charcuterie boards only probably total five inches long with like a
0: seven eight bucks uh,
1: not even that they were like two three dollars and so i got five yeah. of those but i just got to figure out something good to engrave on them to make it worthwhile
0: i, I was thinking about like everybody's done an unboxing video everybody's mm-hmm. talked about how to assemble everybody's done you know uh here's here's 10 things you can make with it mm-hmm. and stuff like that and i'm like how about you just assemble a thing and go to the store and pick up things that are ready to engrave. I'm like, maybe that's a good spin. And um, yeah, I guess it, I guess it was a good spin. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) It was,
1: it was great. I I, I enjoyed it. I was like, that is a great idea. So I went and I picked up some stuff, my video that I did for it. and, And it's the same thing. I did a, I did a putting together video. I did, you know, a couple of things and I'm like, well, I'll do my, I sort of feel like it's my signature now. Although uh, I don't know if you saw my, my post. I know you haven't been on Instagram very much, but I, I posted about it. Let me, I'll, I'll right. talk about it in a second. But so I did the whole video, the whole unboxing, I put it together and I thought I'll, I'll talk about how much I liked it. Cause it was easy to put together. And then I was like, no, I want to make this box. And so, uh, I just posted about it yesterday and I, I made, so I, I might try to make this, I might actually do this. I made Mm. uh, out of walnut plywood a little flip top box. I bought the file off Etsy and I engraved a or I cut out uh, a red cross, you know, a cross on the front and I put red behind it. But you Mm -hmm. didn't see the red until I closed it. So inside I put some paper towels and electrical tape and I closed it and I said I finally made myself a uh, uh, first aid box. And somebody says, that's a mandate. (laughs) That's a mandate box. I'm like,
0: mandate. yes,
1: <laughs> yes. So now what I want to do is I want to make a couple and do mandate <laughs> box with the first aid. Now I'll have it in red and sell it with just paper towels and electrical I love tape. Oh, it was, <laughs> made me laugh so much. But uh, yeah, so I posted. <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, I don't use duct tape for it. I use duct tape if I have splinters that I can't find. But the duct tape oh, yeah. to me. it. Because I I think I wrapped the electrical tape too tight anyway. I'm like, can't have any blood dripping <laughs> out on my project. My f- fingers purple. <laughs> yes, right. I'm like, I'm like, I can't have that any more of it drop out and get more DNA on this. I swear to God, if anybody were to ever want to check to make sure if any project is mine, they would just need to like swab it for dna and somewhere (laughs) on it they're gonna find my blood and my dna oh yep yep logan made this There's the definitely
0: some someday a detective is gonna reach out to you and say where were you the night of uh (laughs) we found a a blunt object (laughs) a table leg (laughs) with your dna on it
1: was it under the finish or on top of it that's what i need to know if it was on, <laughs> on top of the finish i don't i've never seen you before if it's underneath it yes i made that yeah.
0: table would you like one <laughs> right here's my card yes <laughs> or a yes. sticker <laughs>
1: i'll do a sticker swap with the the officer oh my god i'm terrible at sticker swaps um so so i had a video Okay. So I like to draw a line on my table. So I don't know if you've ever seen that. I don't do it often all the time, but every now and then I did see I'll that draw one. a line. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a helpful way to, oh my God. Like I was cutting uh, dados the other day, you know, from mm-hmm. behind, I didn't have to line up and look over and figure out, you know, I could just stand there and see where the blade was going to hit on it. So it made it right. nice and easy. So I posted about it and I like to think now I, I learned a while back that doing audio and, and talking about what I'm doing seems to be a much better way for people. Uh, much It's much better for me and the people who are watching my videos than when I did music. Um, so, right. and, and I started off doing like the words with music. And then one time I talked and I was like, oh, people seem to like this. And then I went back to the music and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, people didn't seem to like that. Yeah, I'll do music some more. <laughs> Until you finally, you know, you're like, oh, wait, now I see what's happening. So, right. But what's interesting is, and and to me, it would seem like TikTok would be the place where people listen, because it's all about music and everything. Right. The video on Instagram has like, I don't know, 35,000 views, not very many on on TikTok. It's it's I don't even know, but it's somewhere near a million. Mm. And the majority of the comments are that piece is going to fly off and, and hit you in the face I'm like you never saw me cut anything <laughs> for a reason i'm not that that's just stupid oh if your table saw is that you know, your fence is that bad it's time to get a news dude listen to the audio i'm telling you what's going on right like it just <laughs> oh it blew me away oh, yeah so that most was people just are, my, my are watching
0: story. tiktok while they're on the bus or the train or whatever they're not no audio or or that other so, place which where they're funny by themselves like, well yeah that too <laughs> uh you know just pass on the time <laughs> yeah
1: Do-do-do-do. a deuce used to take
0: two minutes and now it takes like 20
1: <laughs> how many videos are you watching i'll be in there for 10 videos i promise that's it
0: <laughs> that's it i'm cutting myself off <laughs> yeah right uh
1: yeah no i agree yeah. but i mean so many people like how many times do you see people walking around with headphones? Like just right. So, so, you know, most oh, yeah. of these people I,
0: are, I, I mean, I'll watch a YouTube video as I'm walking from the parking garage to my work. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. basically hey. like, I mean, it's, I got a 10 minute walk basically from the parking garage into my office. And so sometimes hey. I'm like, Oh, there was that one <laughs> video I wanted to check out. Let me check that out. So, so it's interesting that I'm not on Instagram as much. I, I just find it. Um, And you've heard me talk about it before on the podcast. It's just, it's just uninspiring to me lately. It's, it's just been so much, it's like oversaturated advertising kind of stuff, which I'm guilty of as well, but it's, it's like, everybody's got a new thing that they want to show a new toy that they want to show off or whatever. So, I mean, there's, there's good things and bad things about that. But for me, I'm, I'm just kind of taking like a mental break from Uh Instagram.
1: (laughs) Well, the Uh, other thing is a mini
0: boycott, I guess.
1: No, oh, I mean I understand you. You you have mentioned that, and it makes sense. It it gets difficult. I think, you know, you, yeah. it, it can be repetitive. Okay, so one thing, and I posted this as a as a story one day. What I found really irritating is I did listen one day. I had music on because normally I don't. I, I turn off the sound, and if somebody looks like they're talking, or if I can't tell what's going on, uh, I'll turn it up to see if there's someone talking. Um, I always read the comments too, but. I scrolled through and it was the same three sounds just over and mm-hmm. over. Everybody was using those same three sounds. You're like, oh, my God, I cannot deal yeah. with this stupid sound anymore. <laughs> it, it, it gets yeah. But The other thing you talked about a couple of times, and, and you you and your, the other people you have talked to, was how some people seem to post the same stuff every two weeks. Right. So that gets difficult as well, you know, whenever you feel like, I, I just saw this. You know, right. that's, that, that's yeah. really difficult. I, I make a conscious effort, uh, you know, on Thursdays, I'll do a throwback Thursday often, but it's usually like at least six months, if not more, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really try not to
0: do that because it is, it's, it's throwing it back. to it, the last week when I posted this video, <laughs> you
1: know, you're like, okay, yeah.
0: it, it's tough. Yeah. And, and flashback Friday. It's the last Friday. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I did not have somebody say they were posting the same video over and over again to see what happened, and and they were I think it was on TikTok, and they they had like different views, different numbers of views on mm. on the video each time. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard it's, to it's hard to know the what's going to be served up. You know, like the the talking stuff does do well for you, and it's it's a good um, way to illustrate what's going on, what you're doing. Because you do do some more complex things like jigs and stuff. I know like uh, Steve Making at Home, he does the same kind of thing, a talking uh, voiceover deal. Um, Pete Squared does does that. So, uh, you know, and and that, that format does seem to do really well. And that's actually what I liked about Instagram when I first started was there was more of that. It was more um, like you're learning how to do something. But now right. it's more like it's like entertainment kind of thing. And I don't know. I mean, there's... If I'm going to go for like entertainment, I'm going to go to Netflix or, or, you know, YouTube sometimes. So
1: for me, uh, number one, there's, there's two things here. Number one is that I, so I, I have been on Instagram, believe it or not, since 2016, I have been Mm. posting stuff. I started, you know, I, I had the single picture. You were allowed to post a single picture and then it was multiple pictures and then, you know. You know, and then we got to videos that you could post a couple, you know. So, I've been on IGTV. a long time. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I hated that. I posted, like, on there, I think, probably six <laughs> times. I was like, this is just dumb. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, I was posting pictures mostly of what I was working on. And I, I actually, um, I was asked, so this was kind of really cool last year a local woodworking community, uh, you know, the, the local one said, Hey, you know, we, Mm -hmm. we went to this guy who runs this business and, and asked him if he wanted to come in and present something. And he said, I don't feel comfortable doing it, but you should talk to Logan Newman. He's doing great stuff. Hmm. So they came to me and I said, listen, and and I, I fully believe this. So, so I'm going to say this and, and this, I, I believe this with all my being, I am I'll say a slightly above average woodworker. Like I'm not, I'm not doing anything different. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) Yeah. But I'm not doing anything different than 90% of the people. I'm not, I'm not special. Like I, I said to him, I can't come in. There's nothing I'm going to show you that these guys aren't already doing in their, their shop. There's no Mm -hmm. point for me to present. What I can do is I can come in and talk about what I think has made a difference in my videos and why I'm doing better on social media than I was in the past. And the biggest thing that mm. I had noticed, and and for me, the biggest change I made is I switched from showing pictures of what I was working on. Sorry. I switched from showing pictures of what I was working on to showing how I was doing it, to what I was doing. And I realized I, I, I'm i a teacher. I love, I really do enjoy teaching. When I, right when I, when I had to, so I'm taking a step back. I started off like I I was an optician in the Navy. I did not want to be an optician, but the Navy needed me to be an optician. So I was gonna Mm. go to optometry school. I went to college, I got my bachelor's in science. Um, I went to college, I got my bachelor's in science. I was accepted into an optometry school, but I had to take another science class. But I had already sort of realized I don't want to be an optometrist. it just did not seem like fun to me. Better number one. Better number two. Better number two. Better number three. Is this better? Is this better? Can you see now? Right? I was like, this. Is just, <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't uh, know yeah. about this. Right. So yeah. So a friend of mine said you should go become a teacher. I was like, no, because all I'll do is play with the kids. You know how I am. I'm just gonna play. They're like, you'll be a great teacher. So I went back. Yeah. And I started getting education stuff. And it wasn't until I did my student teaching that I realized I loved teaching. Like it was, it wasn't mm-hmm. the education classes. It wasn't any of that crap. It was actually interacting mm-hmm. with kids. I realized that I could have a plan. I could, I could be creative in making up lessons for the kids. I could get the kids involved in this stuff. I could have these relationships mm-hmm. with kids, right? It was so much fun. And, and I realized that I like teaching people how to do things. So yeah, when, when I recognized that within what I was doing, and said, "Okay, I'm better off. I am better off teaching people woodworking and and some ideas and stuff than and showing how I do things than I am just showing what I build because again, everybody's building something, and ninety percent of my stuff is not that different.
0: Eighty percent of my stuff.
1: I'll give myself eighty yeah. <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Meaning twenty percent is is out of the out of this world."
1: <laughs> well, like I have my tabnet, which I call the tabnet. Do you remember that? I don't know if you it's my Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So I've never seen anybody else mm-hmm. make anything like that. Um I had a I had a similar one that actually folded down from the wall. Um the bottom of the table mm. it's framed. So the bottom of the table was a picture. You fold the table down and okay. the frame unfolds to become the legs. And then I had um rustic top i actually did really neat boards and i used a weather wash which i, I love the stuff i haven't used it in forever and and then did a great mm. top and then the frame was still on the wall and there was still a picture within it so there was a different picture on the wall oh that's cool right and and you had i had to do all this stuff so that the frame the legs had to unfold because the, the picture sat at like whatever distance high and you know you had to make it so that the legs and i don't know right it was really cool so it's stuff that i haven't seen other people's do i mean i'm no yeah. ramon but you
0: know uh, no one but is you, you do a lot of uh, yeah you you do a lot of um like different jigs and stuff like that how do you determine um i'm, I'm always interested when people make jigs for <laughs> things when do you determine whether or not to make a jig is it you're going to be doing things multiple times or you think you're going to be doing things again in the future. So you want to make a jig for it? Like, tell me about the the process for that. Is it like, are you seeing uh, other people do those jigs? And
1: No, that's not that I've seen other people. The answer to your questions is yes. Um, That's, that's when I decide to do it. Uh, You know, it's, so I, (laughs) there are times that I've come up with things like a, a perfect example is a Jefferson book stand, which, uh, flashback friday i posted you know no i i posted about it a couple <laughs> weeks ago uh, i might have posted about it on friday or i was thinking about it but um and and i actually made numbers 18 and 19 of those for me those were and i think they were my best ones mm. and i made as i was making numbers 18 and 19 i made another jig to help me make it and this was a new jig like i've mm. i've done this one part of this so it was, part of it was doing the hinges. Okay. So you figure each Mm -hmm. one of those, I've done 19 of them. Each one of them has eight hinges going around. So whatever, eight times. Right. So at this point is when I went, Oh, this would really make this much easier. So this Mm -hmm. time I did it, you know, and, and now I have this jig. I, I have like a little space over here that I have, different jigs for that um but then i right. have other things that that as i was getting ready to do it i'm like i need to make a jig that is going to do this and this will be the first time i've done it um perfect 100 perfect example um i made my wife she said to me uh sunday she's like we what do you call that uh oh orchid that's what it's called that was a hard name to remember um okay. we have an orchid <laughs> in the house and and she needed it to be closer to the window. So she had it sitting on an upside down colander. I'm like, let me just make something. I'll mm-hmm. make a little plant stand for it. So I decided I was going to do wedged, um, dowels. I've never done a wedged dowel. Like, let me just, it'll be fun. I'll just try something different. Yeah. And I have, um, the micro jig match fit system on the front of my bench. I don't have a vice. I use that as my vice. And
0: yeah, great I, system. I,
1: I, I I I have made so many jigs with that. It's just so versatile. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, clamp the dowel, and I was like, "This is not going to work." So easy thing. I made a quick, simple, cut some grooves on a piece of plywood that it would sit on there, so I could cut the wedge or the uh, you know the groove that the weight wedge is going to fit in. So I did it before I started realizing it. As opposed to mm. getting done with it and going, oh, now I need to make. I should have done this. So you know, yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's so hard because there, there's two parts to this. Is what I always think of when it with jigs. There's this is what I always think of when I'm, I'm making jigs is that there's the ones that you have enough experience doing whatever it is that you can understand where you're going to have problems and make a jig for. I've made you know, right at least dozens of tables. So I know that Mm -hmm. to round over the corner, it's easier to have a a piece already made with a rounded corner that I can put that on there. Right. Right? So I know beforehand I'm going to need a jig for X, Y, or Z. Making Mm -hmm. my cabinet the first time I made that, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I Literally the first time I made it was making it for our kitchen. I'm making it up as I go along and I'm like, uh, yeah. You know, but now that I'm done with it, I'm like, oh, (laughs) I need a jig for this. And now I can use a jig for that. And, you know, so it comes down to your experience doing something. And then afterwards, a lot of times being able to say that. On the other hand, I had a friend of mine come to me and go, hey, listen. And I did a video about this. I need to take a 90 degree PVC pipe angle and cut off the edge of it because we're going to make periscopes. He was. can you make me a jig mm. that the kids can use and make this safely? Because, you know, it's it's like an inch and a half on each side, and you're going to go up to a miter saw and try and hold that by hand? No.
0: Nah. Nope, right? not today. No. <laughs> not any day, right?
1: Yeah. Um, and, right? And especially not cutting 70 of those. You're not going to try and do that 70 times by hand. You know, you're losing at least five right. fingers. So, um, So, yeah. I, right? So it was nice that he came to me and yeah. he's like, hey, how would you do this? And that was, that was honestly a really fun thought experiment because I hadn't done it before, but I knew that we needed a jig in order to do it. So figuring it out was,
0: was right. fun. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's funny to... <laughs> some people will comment if i do if i show a jig and something they're like oh yeah you spent three hours doing a jig for a project something i'll take you know five minutes to do and i'm like yeah i'm showing you one i'm not showing you the 80 that i'm gonna do
1: well (laughs) or you know i I want to do this in
0: the future i don't want to think about it later
1: That, that that right there i think there's two parts to it number one is i could do it by hand like when i do the table tops and i've done the corners and people and and i show how like i i sit the piece down i can you know trace the circle uh the edge of the you know what i'm talking about rounding over the corner edge yeah. so the, mm-hmm. the end okay
0: so yeah you use a saw you cut it down and then you round yeah, it over
1: with a router yeah. so, and people are like oh i could mm-hmm. do that in in you know two minutes with my belt sander yeah you could but the corners aren't all going to be uniform. <laughs> They're, they're not going right. to look right. You want something that looks good. Make a jig. That's going yeah. to make not only your life easier, but make it look better.
0: That's what? consistent on both sides. Yeah. Yes.
1: Thank you. That was a word I was ones looking that for, are, I'm not that smart. Diff-
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not either. I just know consistency. <laughs> but that's the uh, key right there. But, that's it. So are you making a lot of those, uh, uh, tab-knits? So I've only made a couple of them. Um, I'm making another one right
1: now. I have all the pieces sitting over here beside me. Part of what I had to clean up today mm. was uh, unclamping those because I want to make plans for them. Uh, everybody, mm. since I posted my first one uh, to YouTube, to TikTok uh, like a year and a half ago, the first time I posted about it, uh, people have been asking, oh, when are you going to make plans? And And, you know, sort of like YouTube's. Yeah. I hate making plans um, <laughs> because well, there's just yeah. so much. Just give me time behind have, the saw. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get done with it. And you're like, ah, oh, shoot. I forgot to say this or I forgot to do that. And I like, got mm-hmm. just
0: socks. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so yeah. anyway, so for me, I'm it's moving the camera.
0: One. That's frustrating. Yes.
1: <laughs> right. You got this. the The angle switches weirdly from one side to the other. Oh, yeah
0: yeah (laughs) yeah you got to show multiple angles do you i don't know yeah yeah that's what they say
1: (laughs) i mean yes and no i i don't disagree with it um but yeah you know it depends on what you're doing i did i did something really crazy i I haven't even shown any videos of this yet because this is I, i have a feeling this is gonna set people off a lot um I took my, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the U word when it comes down to sanders, Mr. Surf Prep. Um, <laughs> but, but I took the That's cords right. for my sand. I know. But I took the cords for my yeah. sanders because I made myself this whole little station so that I could control the vacuum hose. Well, I started off with Festool. Right. And what's great about Festool, what's great about Festool is that all the machines you have one plug and you can switch it between the machines. Yeah. Every other machine you have has a different cord, or has the, you know, they're all corded. They all have their own cord. So the problem is that all these cords are long and they're hanging all over the place. So I just went the other day and I cut the cord at about three feet, two and a half feet. And I put on Mm -hmm. new plugs on the end of all of them, including my yeah. Festool uh, cord, and then I have another cord mm. plugged in so I can just switch every machine. Um, so when I was right. filming it, it's I filmed nice it with all the from one angle. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like yeah. I'm using one hose and it was, uh, it just drove me nuts every time. Like, especially since I got the three by four sander, it was, everything was getting, mm-hmm. you know, you move one thing and you knock the other one off. I'm like, this, this was supposed to be helpful. It's worse.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now
1: it's clean, it looks great, it makes me happy, but I filmed it all from like one camera point looking down, yeah. and and as I was getting through to the last one, because I did a couple chords, I was like, oh, this is just going to be a bad angle, let me try one more time, <laughs> so I, I changed the angle, and then when I went through and I edited it, because again, I'm editing for, you know, 30 to 40 seconds, although in this case, I think I'm, right. I'm, I might be over that, I I went just all with the one angle from when I was like, oh, I better switch the angle. So, yeah, you're right. You're right, sir. Yeah. I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> now you're starting to sound like my wife.
1: <laughs> you ever... Uh, hey, did you see Happy Gilmore?
0: Yeah, a long time ago. So, I'm not... Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to quote it.
1: No, but there's this scene, I uh, and it always comes to my mind whenever I say this stuff, and my wife gets annoyed with me. She's like... Stop it. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Um, when he is apologizing to Apollo Creed or whatever his name is in the movie. Uh, uh, and and he says, I was sorry, you were right. I was wrong. Uh, you are very tall and I am very short. You are smart and I am dumb. You are very good looking and I am not. He goes, all right, let me stop you right there. And that's what I always come back to. Is <laughs> I, I do that. My wife's like, nobody knows yeah. what the hell you're talking about. Stop it! <laughs> like that's the funniest scene.
0: You picked. You picked the most obscure <laughs> scene that nobody remembers.
1: <laughs> well, I could uh, quote Boondock yeah. Saints, but nobody wants to hear me say
0: that. <laughs> oh, why not? We got a diverse audience. Yeah. <laughs> God, that that was that was my movie
1: man i, I have you ever seen that movie
0: no oh no nope, i haven't the first so okay i have so, to put it on my list first
1: time i watched this um i was i was back at college doing my education stuff and called my buddies at their apartment and we were all meeting up together and i called them from blockbuster I, I thought you would appreciate that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I said, all right, Yeah, look, yeah. right, we're looking through.
1: We're trying to find a movie. I'm like, all right, what should I rent? I said, here's this one. And I read the back. And they're like, yeah, just do that. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get back, and we start watching boondock scenes. And at one point, I'm like, holy crap, this movie has everything but river dancing. This is the most amazing movie. And at that exact <laughs> moment, Willem Dafoe starts river dancing. And we all just stopped no and looked at each other. Yes, it was the funniest moment. You hit was... the trifecta. Yes, and it—it's it, such a great movie. We used to quote this movie when I got married. These guys were all my best men. I wrote to Troy Duffy, the author, the director, uh, and I said, "Listen, I'm yeah. getting married. This is our favorite movie. Would you mind just, you know, writing their names in a script? I'm going to buy a script. I'd like to get one for each of my guys. Excuse me." I said, I'd like to get one for each of my guys. And he sent me a thing for each of them. But on my best man's, he had a, a toast to me. And oh, my, wow. he says, he's like, you got to read this out at the wedding. And it was just, it was amazing.
0: That's cool. That, yeah. yeah. just, uh, just looked it up. 1999. Boondock. Yep. Saints. Willem Dafoe. All right. Um,
1: a couple Yeah. you know, a couple of those guys got good big. cast yeah oh it's a fantastic it's you you can't watch it with the kids just like okay. you
0: know um, yeah yeah i don't watch and, a lot and, of a lot of movies with, with them around
1: <laughs> no and, and and you know like they as with anything else the second movie is not he the guy who the 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 writer and director uh burned a lot of bridges for himself in in uh hollywood so uh is what it is
0: gotcha Looks like they so got a anyway. guy named Bob Marley in the cast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Irish, not cop. the Bob Marley.
1: No, he's an Irish cop.
0: Yeah. So, are you doing? Uh, are you doing a lot of uh, <laughs> know, like, website what's... sales or like Etsy? or selling different things like that, other than the the thing that you're getting ready to to launch through I... the uh, CNC guys. I don't
1: do a whole lot of of Etsy sales. It was really weird for me. Um, I got an order for one of my jefferson book stands and that was the first one i'd sold in a year and then i got an order mm. i the guy contacted me about a tabnet and he wanted it out of plywood and we talked about stuff and then like 2 days later i got another order for another jefferson book stand so i was sort of like mm. uh, what i don't like about etsy besides the fact that they take so much in, in of your sale right these are not right. cheap items. You end up
0: like $4 at the end of it. <laughs>
1: right. It's it, you know. at, at one point, I actually, yeah. they. I called them because I said, why are you taking out this much for advertising? And and apparently they said, well, you signed up for external advertising. I, I said, no, I didn't. So thankfully, they refunded the money to me. But that was like 150 bucks. By the time I got the money for what I was building, it wouldn't have been enough to build it, you know? Was wow. just, it blew yeah. me away so anyway um so I don't do a whole lot of sales and that's fine because like I said the when I got those it really I didn't like I don't like the pressure like right. you know you're on a timeline it's supposed to be shipped by this date and I was actually two weeks mm-hmm. behind on shipping that out for that woman for the first one because I just I couldn't do it we went to New York City for a wet or a a bat mitzvah, we went, you know, all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I don't have a time, working full time and doing that. Right. So, so thankfully, I don't. Most of the people yeah. I do are, you know, local commission pieces. Um, and right now, Marty, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm backed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that pressure because it's when something happens, something doesn't go right, a machine breaks or something like that, and then. You, what do you do you you, you got to write a note mm-hmm. and say hey sorry i can't make you the shipping deadline and it hurts your credibility yep well i come
1: back yeah. to your your for... you uh with the cabinets uh the family that you were making mm-hmm. the kitchen cabinets for like that's a lot of pressure right. and you know a year and a yep. half ago i did um a set of built-ins that were 114 inches wide, 108 inches tall, you know, benches, a bench, drawers, doors, like an upper and a lower, like it was six, six Mm. cabinets, you know, put together to make this whole thing. And, you know, it took me months and months to make it.
0: Yeah. And you're like, I never want to make another cabinet ever again. If. (laughs) If we could just have people pay us just to make whatever we want. That's, that's the dream. I'd be
1: fine with that. I've got, I've got a bunch yeah. of pieces of boards, you know, lumber in here that I'm like, oh, this would be a beautiful coffee table. This is a beautiful, yeah, you know, such and such, and then I just don't have time to do anything with them,
0: right? Uh, so you got you got a few more years left in the in the corporate mm-hmm. job, right? Uh, education, in the, uh, in the education, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I have I have eight so years, so I can a few retire, more years, so and my, then
0: what's the plan?
1: So my plan is when I retire at the ripe age of I think I'll be fifty eight. I am going to probably spend I, I'm expecting to spend another couple months in my garage shop and then I want to rent a larger shop. Um, I I mm. hopefully so my plan is to do woodworking then full time for about ten years. I'm I'm giving myself mm. that, you know so this started off as a hobby, right? And then, you know, how it right. is it's your hobby and then your hobby mm-hmm. becomes a business. And and some people, I, I love the people that go full time with it. What I don't like, and what I don't want to deal with, is the the hustle culture. The worrying about if I don't get this job, am I going to be able to afford that? And you know, my other big thing for me personally, um, I, I hate the idea of uh, no insurance. Right. You know, with my family, with my kids, everything. You're like, God yeah. forbid, I cut off a I, I cut off a finger.
0: Right. You know, and it, that terrifies me. Yeah. So whip whip out that uh, mandate box. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll have that right by me. But, you know, I don't think that I think the mandate box, I'm only going to have electrical tape and paper towels. If I cut off a finger, I will definitely need duct tape. So I might need to make a bigger one for yeah. that. I'm not sure yet. Mandate
0: uh, X, uh, XL. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might have to include other things in it that way you can keep uh keep the uh appendage safe when you take it to the hospital, yeah, look, I brought it in its own little carrying package
0: now um, now including duct tape perfect, perfect uh, I have used my uh
1: my commercial the spokesman. When I do yeah. that. yeah, so you know i I you know I love the people that go and do it full time I just first, I do like my job what I do. You know again, no one else is doing what I'm doing. I know of one or two other people who are who actually do teach uh, people kid high school kids about glasses or eyes mm-hmm. but nobody's doing the combination that I'm doing where I get eye doctors to volunteer at our school. We run a clinic so so here's the first part. I teach in Rochester New York, which, has the highest per capita poverty rate of all cities of the same size, and it has the fourth highest po- uh, poverty rate of all uh, large urban areas. Mm. So we have uh, we have a lot of poverty. We have a lot of kids living below poverty level. So glasses, uh, for a lot of different reasons, are not something a lot of these kids have. And as you well know, Uh, as someone who wears glasses oftentimes you don't even know that you need glasses Mm -hmm. right kids when they're little they don't know that they can't see they think 90% of the time kids think there's something wrong with them Mm. right that's why they're not doing as well as everyone else Mm -hmm. well I'm just stupid that's why Timmy's able to see the you know read and everything else and I can't read right kid, it's because you you can't see but the teacher is the one who might notice that Mm -hmm. so and this brings back the idea of me not being as much of an idea guy as I once thought how this program actually started was a friend of mine said to me, he goes, Hey, I got this kid who, uh, I noticed in October that he needed glasses. He didn't actually get glasses till February. He goes, how would you like to create a program where you teach kids to make glasses for other kids? I'm like, I love the idea Paul. Uh, his name is Paul. Um, And we've been teaching together 22 years now. He's like, I said, I love the idea. I said, the problem is nobody's paying for that. They're paying kids to send kids to college. They're not paying to teach them trades. And he goes, well, if I can get you money, can you do it? I said, dude, if you get me money, I will make it happen. Yeah. And so he wound up being at the right place at the right time. Like four years later, he got $65,000. He comes to me and he goes, I got you the money. Can you develop a program? So from that. I created a program where I teach kids how to make glasses. I teach kids to work with eye doctors. I teach them to work with patients. They make glasses and dispense them. They run the clinics. Like, wow! So, in our best year, we produced uh, about twelve hundred pairs of glasses for kids. Two hundred of those we actually sent down. It was after Hurricane Maria. We sent those down to Puerto Rico, mm. and you know, I had kids from Puerto Rico who stayed during lunches, they came after school, they did everything they could to help get that going. And it was amazing. Like, yeah. just to this day, I'm, I'm blown away by these kids. But no one else is doing it. So when I stop, if I were to stop today, there's nobody to carry this on. There's no other way that this program is gonna keep going. Mm. So I love my woodworking and I love what I'm doing. But first I'm getting paid to teach. Right. I'm getting paid to teach kids to do this. And I have something that's really important, and it's like, yeah, I could do that, but, you know, yeah. The, when you think about the scales, right? You know, it's it's like my pa. I'm passionate about both of them. You mm-hmm. might have heard that in my voice. I'm a little yeah. passionate about getting those kids' glasses.
0: What's going to be cool um, is when someday one of your past students comes back and says, "Hey, I want to <laughs> take this over when you when you bounce out."
1: Her name is Alejandra Cedeno. Uh, she's going to Brockport University. I told that. her a couple years ago, I said, you are my retirement plan. That's awesome. You will be outstanding at this. I said, I want you to do this. Wow. Um, and she is. she's an optician. She's a licensed optician. So New York State, uh, I think there are 17 states uh, that you have to have a license to be an optician. Mm. Other states, um, the ones that you don't need to be a license you could literally work at Mister Tire or Walmart mm-hmm. and go. You know what? Uh, I think I want to make glasses. I want to. I want to help people make. You know, get fitted for glasses. And you can go in and get a job doing that. Mm. Uh, and I have seen the results of that. Not that everybody's bad at it, but you know, is people Texas get on the job training. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, but my in Pennsylvania is, and my parents live in Pennsylvania, and mm. my mother. Every pair, she wears uh, bifocals, Mm -hmm. and every pair of glasses she's had, she's had issues with. She got a pair, my sister got progressives, and they have to set the the optical center of the lens at a very specific point. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it doesn't work as well. Right. So if you're not trained in how to actually do that, you're going to screw up. So my sister's glasses are screwed up. My mom...
0: Does yeah. she walk around like high stepping because she thinks the steps are higher than they really are? <laughs> the the
1: they're too low, so she can't read through them. So for in order mm. for her to read, she has to tilt her head like way back, <laughs> you know. So so it's like everybody's looking at her nose when she's on yeah. camera or something. So if I
0: tilt my head way back. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna be um, out.
1: <laughs> so it's uh it's. You know, it, it's really cool. I have a couple of kids who have gone on that are licensed and doing this. One of my students, former students, is a manager um, at one of the optical stores. You know, they're hiring some of my other students, so it's it is really cool to see my. When I started teaching, when I was doing education classes, I'll never forget this guy, Doctor John McDermott. He was our professor, and, and okay. You can picture this, right? He stood up there, round guy, tweed jacket, right? <laughs> he would pull the Kleenex out of his pocket, blow his nose Ugh. as he was talking, dig up there, and then put it back in the pocket. And right. you're like, oh, saving yeah. Save it later, yeah. Yeah, you should have just turned around or something. So, And then he <laughs> had this binder, and he would turn the binder, and you could hear the pages in the back crinkling, and he would say things like, Don't use the same lesson every year. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle as he turns the page. (laughs) And one of the things he said was be happy, really be happy. If you touch one student's life or, you know, one student in your, your career, you really change one student's life in your entire career. And I can honestly say that I don't think there's been a year that I have not, felt I've made a serious impact on somebody's life. Mm. Um, you know, both from getting them glasses and from the kids going on and doing this. And, you know, right. uh, I had one student again, not woodworking or anything, but this is really, this really meant a lot. Hey, um, this is
0: the but, maker lounge pot you're making glasses. So you're, I am.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so this girl, Amina Hassan, um, you know, the family came over from the Mideast, um, she got a full ride to the University of Rochester, which is a really, you know, it's a good prestigious school. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they announced it over the email and, you know, speaker and they congratulate her. She got a full ride, not having to pay anything. And I saw her in her hallway and I looked at her and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's because of me. <laughs> <You> know, rubbing <laughs> my shirt, you know, my eyes, like, yeah, that's all me. She goes, actually, uh, Mr. Newman, it was because of you. She wow. Goes, yeah, I asked you to write a letter of recommendation. Dur- and in it, you talked about the vision care program and what we did in there and how I was a part of it. And they specifically brought it up during the interview. They said, we love that you were invested in your community. You're invested in giving back. Yeah. You really want to see people besides yourself do well. She said, that's what they said they are looking for in the scholarship program that they were you know, giving to me. So it was because of you Incredible. and your Incredible. You're like, well, now I I feel like crap. I was like, hey, nice. Sort of. (laughs) High five me, yes. (laughs) Go me. I'm so great. (laughs) It was just, you know, it's nice to know that that what you did had an impact. Right. Um, So, and then, you know, coming back to woodworking, I, I really do. It's tough because I have found that I really, really enjoy the educational component you know getting people who say to me so i talked about the video i talked about the the negative feedback i got on my tiktok video mm-hmm. and a lot of people who just didn't listen and i posted on instagram i said oh yeah this video got a lot of feedback negative feedback i said i appreciate everyone on here who listened to it and knew <laughs> i you know what i was doing uh you know and i got a couple of those comments and every now and then i'll get the 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 dm saying listen i really appreciate what you're teaching i appreciate the stuff I've learned from you. You know, a couple people said, I've used that trick since I learned it from you. And it's been mm-hmm. really helpful. You know, yeah. Maybe I'm paraphrasing, but the idea <laughs> being that- It
0: changed my life. Yes. <laughs> it was a game it changer. Changed-
1: yes. <laughs> Be happy if you touch one woodworker. And- Wait, no, that's not right. Whoa. Um, let's <laughs> go to different- yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh- yeah. Save that for the after <laughs> show. Yes. Save that for the after show. So, but it's, you know, it's it's nice to know that that the things I'm passionate about, I'm able to share with others and have them have it help them.
0: Right. That's and that's cool. what
1: I really, I really have enjoyed the well, the Instagram that, growth.
0: It, it's very, it's evident in, in what I see in your stuff. And, you know, we we've chatted over the years and um, I, I find value in what you <laughs> post and every once in a while we'll DM and like, Hey, that was really cool what you did or whatever. And what, we'll, um, so I know others are, are, uh, finding the same value. You've obviously amassed, uh, quite a following on Instagram. How many TikToks? Still,
1: that still amazes me. Let me tell you something. I've got 177 somewhere around there. Um, on TikTok. TikTok was weird. It has its peaks and valleys like Instagram, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but you know, it's only in the last year that I, Year year and a half that I blew up on Instagram. I mean, I was at was it? Sorry, was it in January? I think of 2021. I think I had ten thousand. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not one of those people who who their first six months or first year they get a hundred thousand. I wish, right? You, know, you see those people, and you're like, wow, I've, I'm coming up on three thousand posts. Mm. You know, I see people with 130 thousand followers, and they've got. 800 posts or 80 posts i'm like holy crap right you must be amazing yeah or something <laughs> yeah um so i mean i've i've worked hard and and it's really cool to see that that has paid off
0: because mm-hmm. i know
1: it doesn't pay off for everybody yeah um it, again it's it's the luck of the draw
0: right well, I think I want to talk to you a little bit in the after show about, uh, some of the brands that you work with and, and some of the, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. If you'd like to do that. Absolutely. We'll head over to that after show. So thanks for, for being here and, uh, and doing the podcast. It was, it was good talking talk with you. I had a blast, man. I really, I really appreciate you inviting me on. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let me give a shout out to our rockstar patrons uh, we've got a number of rockstar patrons I always shout them out at the end of the episode so thank you to Jimmy McNally, Wim Design Calvary Customs LLC Clean Cut Woodworking that we talked about yeah my guy <laughs> who, who named that guy <laughs> ba- Bailey Thompson Dave Garcia Broken Lead Woodworks Starks Lagoon Sawyer Design Kadama Design Dylan Furniture Shock the Fox and Don Patterson we've got a number so of many great people great people beautiful names uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got groupies and season ticket holders as well so if you want to join us over on Patreon, head up, up to patreon.com slash podcast. and thank you to Surf Prep the sponsor of this podcast if you want to uh, place an order with Surf Prep, go to surfprepsanding.com and use make, Maker Lounge all one word, for 10% off thanks for being here, Logan Oh, that was my pleasure, dude. I had, like I
1: said, so much fun. It was, I've been looking forward to this uh, since you messaged me. Like yeah. Like I said, I bought a headphone.
0: Right. We booked this like a month and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> <been> yeah. Wait. <laughs> All my right. Turn. After Showtime.